You are now listening to MightWorks Radio. Listen to Holy Spirit talk to you. Here's your host, Evangelist King. Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today on Holy Spirit Talk on MightWorks Radio. Today our topic is entitled, Justified by Faith or works of the law. Our scripture is coming from Galatians, the third chapter, and as always, I read from the complete Jewish Bible. You know, in Galatians 3, verse 1, the Apostle Paul is talking to the members of the body of Jesus Christ. He's not talking to Sinners here, dear hearts. He's talking to believers in Christ Jesus. Sadly, but this is how the Apostle Paul approached them in holy anger. He said, in other words, the King James Version say, you foolish Galatians. But actually, he was saying, you stupid Christians. I know some of you saying, well, that's very harsh, but, you know, you need to realize who we're dealing with here. We're dealing with an enemy of Jesus Christ who happens to be the devil, who's working through people misleading. Sometimes a person needs to be shaken up by speaking loudly, very loud to them, and let them know truthfully how they're acting. And in this particular case, the Apostle Paul said, you stupid Christians, or you stupid Galatians. Then he asked the question, who has put you under a spell? He said, before your very eyes, Jesus, the Messiah, was clearly portrayed as having been put to death as a criminal. So in other words, the Galatians started out very well in, in faith and trust in God. Somewhere down the line, they was bewitched. There was a smooth talker that knew scriptures. And this particular talker that knew scripture happened to be a Jewish rabbi. They were Jewish rabbis. They, they knew scripture. They knew the law. So in other words, they began to tell the Galatians, who were considered to be a Gentile, things that they need to, practices that they need to do in order for Jesus to be pleased with them. Because after all, that's what Father Abraham had been, had, and also Moses has been teaching and showing them all this time. So they was telling them, unless you do as we, then you have no part of Christ Jesus. We have to be careful about that. Now, some of you understand my voice. You know this to be true. And in other words, the deceiver can't deceive you in that matter. But I'm going to share with you how God's children today are mainly being deceived. And, and it's the same deception, but it's a different strategy or tactic that the enemy is using. And that is when you meet certain groups of people or person, they tell you unless 
you pray so many hours out of the day, out of the week, unless you fast so many hours out of the day, out of the week, then you cannot overcome the pitfalls of Satan. So it's always, they're teaching nowadays, they're teaching people what they must do in order to be successful, in order to be prosperous, in, in order to not be disappointed, in order to combat Satan. It's always based on what we have to do instead of based on what Jesus has already done. So again, justify. How we justify? Is it by faith, our faith in, in Jesus Christ, or the works of the law? Things that we feel that we must do in order to accomplish uh, uh, or reach the goal that that is set before us. Dear heart, the Lord still saying today, calling us stupid and foolish when we can think that we are only justified by the works of the law or by what we don't do. You know, the Lord had blessed me in which I get many calls from people needing deliverance and healing. And I keep hearing the same thing. They always say, well, I pray so, so many hours out of the week or, or, or so many um, a set time, have a set time where I make sure I got to make sure I pray that time. And, and, and I fast, I go on my seven day fast, my 21 day fast, my 40 day fast. It's always what they have done, but I still don't see no results. Dear heart, if you're doing that, you're not going to see any results. It's because you are not allowing yourself to receive Christ's justification through by your faith in him. Instead, it's based on your works of the law, what you can do to make things better. So in other words, today, the Christians of today is no different than the Christians that was mentioned here in Galatians. The Lord continued to say through his servant, by the Holy Spirit, you stupid Christian, you foolish Christian, who has put you under a spell, you under spell, you got a wrong and false teaching from a teacher of the devil because when the devil when the devil raised up one to teach the written word it always bring confusion also always pull one away from Christ Jesus that's how you know a teacher is a difference between a teacher of God and a teaching demon because there are demons who do teach they know the written word they do teach and, and people have yielded their members in obedience to these demons. So to know the difference is, is that a teacher, a person who, who is allowing demons to teach through them, it, they pull you away from Christ Jesus. It's always, and they make you feel like unless you do something, you know. So the Lord continues to say, who have put you under spell? Now, before our eyes, we know Jesus was clearly portrayed as having been put to death as a criminal, according to the law. You know, Jesus was accused of a capital offense, a criminal. And back then, when you commit capital offenses, they, they hang you on a tree where everybody can, can see you. And, and according to Scripture in Deuteronomy, you are considered to be a curse. So Jesus, before our very eyes, uh, was put to death as a criminal and also were pronounced to be a curse. And, and even, you know, when you think about 
Apostle Paul talking to the Galatians then. Now they with their physical eyes actually seen Jesus put to death as a criminal. As a criminal. So that's what really, that's what really uh, spiritually aggravated the Apostle Paul with the Galatians because they saw with their human physical eyes, they saw Jesus put put to death. Now with us, by faith, we know he had been put to death and we receive. That's why the Lord said, more blessed really are those who believe without seeing. Praise the living God. Verse 2, he said, I want to know from you just this one thing. Now, I, now Father Paul was not saying this so, so nicely. He was spiritually angry. Think about this. He was spiritually angry. You know, I had a person to ask me one time because um, the devil that, w- that was operating through them was against truth. So I was speaking very stern against that spirit where the spirit in, in this person quite naturally going to accuse me to the person, oh, listen to her. Where's the love in that conversation? That's who it was who whispered to her that accusation. So the person said, where is the love in, 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 in this? I swear, this is love. Love is when you speak truth to a person. And, and that truth is not what they want to hear, but it's truth. So the Apostle Paul was speaking truth to our brothers and sisters in Galatia. He continued to say, I want to know from you this one thing. Did you? Sometimes you have to ask people questions. The Holy Spirit leads you to ask a person questions and make them think because they are bewitched. Satan has bewitched him. He has deceived their mind, their way of thinking. He said, did you receive the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, by legalistic observance of the law commands or by trusting in what you have heard and been faithful to it? So they had to think. They didn't know anything about the the law, the Torah, the law. They trusted God through what they heard. They heard the word of God and they trusted God's word and was faithful to his word. So that's why the Apostle Paul said, Why you stupid? You know, are you who have who have put you under that curse? You under curse. You know? So sometimes, you know, God will raise up people to ask us questions like that, too, to, to kind of shake us out of that spell. You know, sometimes a person under spell, they got to be shaken out. So, so by the leading of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit give give you a question to ask. And again, Paul said, are you that stupid? You see, he said, are you that stupid? Come on now. Are you that stupid? You haven't begun with the Spirit's power, the Holy Spirit power, do you think you can reach the goal under your own power? Come on, dear heart. That is talking to you and I today. We are stupid. Now, when we first met Jesus Christ, we heard about him. We believed the words that we heard of him. We received him. And we received him by faith and trusting in him. And now, now we know we can't do things intentionally or willfully that sins and rebels against him. And we know that and we don't do that. But then, and at that particular moment, you wasn't fasting um, 40 days out, 40 days or 21 days or 10 days. And you wasn't getting up 
um, let's say, tw 12 o'clock at night and, and praying all the way to 6 a.m. tying yourself up, you didn't even do all of that. You trusted God. You prayed. You looked at prayer as something that you live by because the Lord said man should always pray. And you pray always, you always pray to the Lord. When the Holy Spirit led you, you you were fast on the unction leading of the Holy Spirit for his for his plan and purpose and will in your life. It it wasn't something that you up and did. And God was with you. But now all of a sudden, unless you do those things, you feel you ain't gonna make it. So the Lord is saying who bewitch you? Are you that stupid? Haven't begun in, in with the Holy Spirit's power, and now you can think. Now you think you can reach your goal under your own power. The Lord said through His servant that we are stupid. We are being deceived, and we are and uh, we are bewitched. Somewhere down the line, we listen to a false teaching, following a false teacher. Verse 4, have you suffered so much for nothing? You see, and all that fasting, you know, getting up all those, they say the bewitching hours and praying, knowing you got to go to work the next morning, knowing you got to be productive next morning, but you can't because you're going to tie yourself out by being up all night, fast, fasting, doing a bewitching hour, because unless you get up during those bewitching hour, person, what's a bewitching hour? They say 12 a.m. to 3 p.m. And some say 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Some say 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Those bewitching hours. You know, unless unless you pray. That's why you got so many, so many prayer groups that's having prayers late at night. Because they feel unless they do this thing, they cannot reach their goal. There are, that is not the Holy Spirit power. That's your own power. And, and that's bewitchment. Wow. I have got many testimonies of people who are attending those prayer, prayer, prayer groups late at night. And when I hear what they say, I see that teaching demon is right there present. Matter of fact, that demon spirit will take and visit each and every one that be on that phone line. That demon spirit will visit their home at that, at that current moment. So, so, so here the Lord is telling us we're, we're stupid, foolish. We're foolish. We're being bewitched. And we are suffering all of that for nothing because it's not doing any good. You still you still feel defeated. After all of that praying, all of that fasting, you still feel defeated. <clears throat> Have you suffered so much for nothing? If that's the way you think, your suffering certainly will have been for nothing. You see, if you think you got to do these things, then your suffering has been for nothing. Now, dear heart, when we act that way, we are really going by the works of the law. The works of the law. The works of the law is when a, it's when a person feels like unless they do a thing, they're not going to reach their goal. That's the works of the law. Verse 5, what about God who supplies you with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and works miracles among you? Now, that's right. What about God? 
do 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 you believe that the Holy Spirit in you is all you need? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit's power that truly you can do all things through Jesus Christ and his anointing with who is the Holy Spirit? Do do you believe that? Does he do it because of your legalistic observance of 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 law commands or because you trust in what you heard and are faithful to it. Now the Lord had given us his Holy Spirit not because of what we've done because we really can't do anything to please the Lord. Our best behavior equals to done in the eyes of God. We are only justified by faith in Christ Jesus. Again, the Lord is not telling us to go and sin and break his law. Now we know better. God forbid. He's not saying that. We must be obedient. We must be obedient to that which he told us to do. But he's talking about that we depend on, in order to be successful and reach our goal, we depend on it through our own ability in what we do. And what we don't do. No, it's by faith in Christ Jesus. We're only justified by Christ Jesus. We are credited credit with Jesus Christ's righteousness. So again, because of us trusting in what we have heard and are faithful to it, then we are justified in Christ Jesus. And when the Lord and the Father look down upon us, see Christ Jesus, dear heart, that is the only time that he is pleased. That's the reason why we should always thank him for his love and grace, his love and mercy, because he truly didn't have to do it as they say, but he did. Six, it was the same with Abraham. He trusted in God and was faithful to him. And that was credit to his account as righteousness. That is what, you know, I hear people say all the time that the devil going to give me back my thing. Give me, it's always thing. Give me back my house. Give me back my car. Give me back my job. It's always physical things that we, we, um, um, say we're going to command the devil in doing. But you know, that's not what the devil wants. The devil used those things. Those are objects that he used to get what he really wants from us, and that is our faith in God. <laughs> Praise the living God. It's our faith in God that the devil wants to take away from us. Trusting the Lord. Because we must believe that he is who he say he is. He'll do what he said he'll do. Praise the living God. So, so trusting in God and having faith in him, God credit us, credit to our, to, to, to our account as righteousness because of Christ Jesus. Have you noticed that whenever things don't go the way we want them to go or plan for them to go, the first thing that we give ear to, or the first suggestion that we give ear to, is the, is the suggestion to blame God. Have you ever wondered about that? To blame God. Now, why is that? It is because, again, Satan's desire is to take our faith. The battle for our faith, our trust in God. Without faith... 
it is impossible. You hear that? Impossible to please God without faith, without trust. It is impossible to please God. And that's what the battle is, is, is that's what this battle is for, our faith in God. If we don't have faith in God and trust God, we cannot worship him. We cannot worship him. But but I have observed that. You know, many again, many people come to me and and I see the accuser of the brothers. The first thing he always convinces a person is to blame God. If God cares, he wouldn't want he wouldn't allow this to happen to you. He'll say something in some way to get you to blame God, to come against God. Mm. And if he can do that too hard, he he know he got you. He got you. There's, there's just no hope if we get you to do that. Because our stronghold is Christ Jesus. I mean, we cannot do anything. Satan knows that we are powerless without him. So so these these physical things like your car, your house, your job, your money, those are just objects he uses to get what he really wants from you. And that is your faith in God. He, he wants he want to... He wants to hinder your faith in God. Stop your faith in God. Because he knows it's truly impossible without faith to please the Lord. Verse 7. Be assured then that it is those who live by trusting and being faithful are who are really children of Abraham. When we live by trusting and having faith in God, being faithful, being faithful no matter what, being faithful, we're not moved by what we see, what we hear. We are faithful to his word because sometimes, most of the time what we see and hear is contrary to what he said. Regardless of that, we, we are choosing to remain faithful to him. Faithful to him. Doesn't matter how things look. It, just, it don't. It really don't. Doesn't matter what people say about it. It really don't. Remain faithful to him. Faithful to him. Faithful to God. Remain faithful. When we remain faithful and live by trusting him and being faithful, then we are truly and really Abraham's children. Because we acting just like our father Abraham. A also... The scripture foreseeing that God will consider the Gentiles righteous when they live by trusting and being faithful. See, the Lord, we we Gentiles, Gentile means we are not naturally born a uh, a Jew. Even though you got people who are Gentile and trying to act like they're a Jew, physically trying to act like they're a Jew, you're not a Jew. You're a Gentile. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But according to scripture here, God considered us Gentiles righteous when we live by trusting and being faithful. Told the good news to Abraham in advance by saying, in connection with you, in connection with Abraham, all the Gentiles will be blessed. Why? Because of who Abraham, what Abraham promised the seed. And who is the seed? The seed is Christ Jesus. 
So in connection with Abraham, we also are blessed because of Christ Jesus. He says, so then, those who rely on trusting and being faithful are blessed along with Abraham who trusted and was faithful. Remember Abraham, because the law was not even given then. The, the Ten Commandments, the law was not given then. But Abraham relied on trusting and being faithful to God's word, to God's promise, God's word. Now, according to scripture, physically that things didn't really look good. You know, it looked contradictory to what God said, but Abraham was not moved by that. Regardless of how his physical circumstances looked, he refused to allow the enemy, the devil, to cause him to keep his eyes on the, the, his circumstances and, and focus on God's promise. Now, he made mistakes. Now, he made mistakes, but he did not waddle in those mistakes. He did not. He got up, he repented, got up. And put his eyes back onto Christ Jesus. Because according to scripture he did make mistakes. But the point of this is. He kept on trusting. And believing God. And being faithful to God's word. So. As long as we too rely on trusting. And being faithful in God. Then we are blessed along with Abraham. Praise the living God. Verse 10. For everyone who depends on legalistic observance, um, dear heart, legalistic observance also include when one feels they get that they have to get up a certain time in the early morning, they must do this without the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is something they feel like they got to do unless they do get up and 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 pray those those hours. Every morning from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. to just an example. Could be a different different time selection. But the point of it is they feel unless they do it. Unless you hear them, I just got to do it. I don't feel I don't feel I don't feel right unless I do it. If I you know feel, feel, you know, we are Philly type of people, you know, depending on what we feel. You know, I just want to go by your feel unless I feel Unless I feel like if, if I don't do it, then, then I just can't make it. You see, you see, unless I do it, unless I do it, I just can't make it. Or unless I fast, unless I go on this seven-day fast or 21-day fast or 40-day fast, you know, just fast, I, I, I can't do it unless I do it. You, you get what I'm saying, dear heart? Do, do you really hear me here? You get what I'm saying? Well, those are legalistic rules. Mm, mm, mm. Praise the living God. For everyone who depends on legalistic observance, you see, that's a legalistic observance of Torah commands or the law command lives under a curse. And that's true. You catch a person who feels they must do those things, they are so miserable. Now, you would think they're praying that much and fasting that much, they should be the most happiest person. They should be feel fulfilled, but they don't. And you're not because you you walking under a curse. Because unless you feel like unless you do it, 
You can't accomplish your goal. So you live under a curse. Since it is written, curse is everyone who does not keep on doing everything written in the stroll of the law. Now, it is evident that no one comes to be declared righteous by God through legalism. Since the person who is righteous will attain life by trusting and being faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. Because I think of the, actually, the millions of people who doesn't have access to the, the, the written word, the Holy Bible, the written word, as we, as we do in America and in other surrounding countries. Especially America, it's so easy for us to get, or get the written scripture. Well, there are millions of people who don't have easy access to the written scripture. But the Holy Spirit reveals to them the spirit of God's word. And through trusting and having faith in God's word, they are succeeding in life. They are truly succeeding life. Then you look at we over here in America, we have many opportunities of hearing God's word. We are the most miserable people. We pretend like we're happy, but we're the most miserable. Why? Because we're not trusting and believing in him. Matter of fact, we have more problems in trusting God in America than, than countries that we that we say a poverty-stricken country, countries that where it's not easy for people to get the written word, they trust God. And, and, and you're talking about miracles happening. We haven't even heard or seen reports coming back from, from, from people, unknown people, where miracles are happening. People say, well, miracles just ain't happening. Yes, they are. Just say they ain't around you because the ones around you is not trusting and believing God. You see, but in those countries, yes, miracles are happening. You will be actually be surprised at the miracles that is taking place in unknown, unheard of little villages throughout the world. You'd be absolutely surprised. Why? Because they are trusting and they are faithful to God's word. God Sent a missionary over there, a little no-name missionary over there, just mentioned to them the word of God. And they grabbed hold of that word, and they trusted, and they believed. Now the Lord, through his Holy Spirit, his power, is revealing himself, making himself known to those people in those villages. Praise the living God. While over here in America, the big country, big um, country where we have everything we crying well miracles that just ain't happening stop that your eyes cannot go everywhere just say they're not happening where you are you know <laughs> you know i'm telling you the lord said these signs shall follow those who believe in my name they shall so if you want to know who running around here talking about where miracles ain't happening you really need to look at yourself those signs are supposed to be following you. So you're actually saying, well, Lord, I ain't trusting and believing you. Because you said that these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they shall cast out devil, heal the sick, 
raised the dead. Great miracles. So you run around talking about miracles just ain't happening. All you really should look at yourself and say, forgive me, Lord, for my lack of faith. Because these signs should be following me wherever I go. Don't come trying to blame everybody else that miracles ain't happening when it's actually your fault because you are so far away from the Lord. <laughs> Praise the living God. Verse 11. Now it is evident that no one comes to be declared righteous by God through legalism since the person who is righteous will attain life by trusting and being faithful. Furthermore, legalism is not based on trusting and being faithful. It's not. It's not based on trust, trusting, and being faithful to God. It's based on what we could do. It's based on, on our own power and strength. Then he said, but on, and it's a misuse of the text that saved, anyone who does these things will attain life through them. And that is Leviticus 18, verse 5. Anyone who does these things will attain life through them. The Messiah redeemed us from the curse pronounced in the Torah by becoming cursed on our behalf. For the scripture said, everyone who hangs from a stake comes under curse. That is Deuteronomy 21. 21st chapter verses 22 23 said that anyone they uh for criminals who was who was um found guilty of a capital offense they hung them on a tree on a pole and whenever they hung them everybody knew that they was cursed by god and that's the reason why jesus christ was crucified on an execution state because and we know he wasn't a criminal but he was labeled as a criminal and he was placed under curse and the very god whom he served the very god who sent him they said that he cursed god that he blasphemed against god and that's the reason why they had placed him on an execution state but it was for my sake and your sake and for everyone's sake 14. Jesus the Messiah did this so that in union with him, the Gentile might receive the blessing announced to Abraham. Because the seed that, that, that the father promised Abraham was Christ Jesus. Through Abraham's seed, all nations would be blessed, and that is Jesus Christ. So again, the Gentile might receive the blessing announced to Abraham. So that through trusting and being faithful, you see, not through about what we feel like we must do in order to attain our goal, but being faithful and trusting in Jesus Christ, we might receive what was promised. And what was promised? Namely, the Holy Spirit. It's through and by Holy Spirit, dear heart, we can do all things. Only by his power and his strength we can do all things. Not by my power nor my might, but it's by the Spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, that he's in us. He, he leads and guides us. And, Father, we choose to 
to to submit to his leadership, to his authority. We true we choose to trust him. Trust what he says, what he does. Because we know that he leads us to all truth. He leads us to Jesus. He glorified Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for the gift of your precious spirit. Father, we glorify you and thank you today. And we receive by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Lord, I want to thank you for tuning in today on Holy Spirit Talk. Um, the topic was entitled, Justified by Faith or Works of the Law. Remember, dear Lord, it's nothing that we have done or nothing we can do. It really isn't. We can never pray enough. We can never fast enough. It's, not, it's just not by what we do. We're only justified by faith in Christ Jesus. Jesus empower us to do. Jesus is the one who gives us the will to do good. We don't even have, we don't even have power, power to, to do good, to even will to do good, or even want to do good. It's Jesus Christ who gives us power to will to do good. It's Jesus Christ. I mean, I was talking to a sister not too long ago about about these these matters, and I said, you know what? Sometimes we can get get a little above ourselves, and we have a tendency to forget, regardless of how much word we think we know. We need to be careful in thinking that we know so much, because all the Lord has to do is just allow the devil just to touch our little puny mind. And all of a sudden, you say, oh, man, what was I about to say? I lost that thought. What, what was I going to say? <laughs> and that was, that's, the Lord allowed that sometimes to let us know, look, don't forget who it is that gives you power to do, who gives you power to say, who gives you power to act. Don't forget. Don't take my glory. Give glory to me. Because I'm telling you, dear, without the Holy Spirit, we will we'll be walking around here saying, I was about to do something. What was I going to do? <laughs> so, so you know, so by that, that should keep us low in number and say, Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy. Who am I? I'm nothing without you. I magnify you. I glorify you. Lord, all I give to you is my praise. I praise you. I exalt you. I magnify you. In spite of how my natural circumstances around us are doing, I choose to worship I choose to glorify, I choose to magnify your holy name. Lord, I choose. And I thank you for crediting me with your son Jesus' righteousness, his right standing with you. That's what righteousness is. It's Jesus' right standing with God. Praise the living God. You know, Jesus is really good because he really don't have to share with us, you know, some of his glory. Now, he don't share all of his glory. The glory, the overall glory belongs to him. But he do allow us to share in his glory. I mean, you don't know no other human being will let you use their name. They're like, no, you can't use my name. You may, you may contaminate my name, make my name look bad. But Jesus don't do that. He said, 
You know, from this day forward, ask nothing me but ask my father in my name. You see that delegate that 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 uh, delegated authority there. He said, "In my name you shall cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead." In my name, I mean that's a good friend. Jesus is a friend. It takes a true friend to do that. Allow you to use that name. And the only friend I know that ever allow you to use that name like that is Jesus Christ. Praise His holy name. Thank you, Lord. So, dear heart, again, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to tune in again. We come live on Holy Spirit Talk on Mike Works Radio Mondays and Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And to tune in, you can go to our website, thechildrensmite.org, and click on Radio 24-7, and you can uh, tune in there, okay? So remember, as always, dear heart, in your getting, be sure you get understanding. Shalom.